0: Stand up!
1: Stand up! Stand up!
2: Stand up! Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great
3: show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America, Forty holiday greetings to all our voice of america listeners this is v o a Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the december twenty sixth edition. Of the sunny side of sports. Let's give a sunny side of sports salute to my VOA colleague, Muck Bill Yabiro, who hosted the show last week while I took a holiday break. I really enjoyed Muck Bill's conversations with Kali Abdu, Jackson Vunganyi, Omari Kaseko, and Sufyane Bernouk. Sufiane, Omari, Jackson, Ali, and Muckbill all had good things to say about Morocco's national football team, the Atlas Lions, who made history at the recent FIFA World Cup in Qatar by becoming the first African team to reach the semifinals. The Moroccans earned accolades from football fans all over the world, including this Ugandan poet.
4: I am Kondane Albert, an African poet. You are listening to the Sony Side Sports on the Voice of America.
3: Albert recited his poem in honor of the Atlas Lions.
0: There they go, the Atlas Lions. Bravery beating the powerhouses. The first African team to dine in the World Cup semifinals. What a fantastic delivery for Africa. Moving majestically. At Sumama Stadium in Qatar, there they go, the Atlas Lions. Our hopes that have made history in the driving seats of pride and heritage, characterized by skill and teamwork, roaring like African kings, fragging the African football, Congratulations.
3: Yes, congratulations to the Atlas Lions of Morocco. The English Premier League resumed Monday with seven matches on the schedule following a break of nearly six weeks because of the FIFA World Cup football tournament in Qatar. Prince Nesta joins us now with a feature on the EPL getting back in action. Sporty greetings, Prince.
5: Sporty greetings to you too, Sonny. Premier League action kicks off with seven matches lined up on Monday, with three more set to be played on Tuesday and Wednesday. First place Arsenal are scheduled to face 16th place West Ham at the Emirates Stadium. The Gunners won seven and drawn the other of their last eight Premier League games, including victories over their London rivals Tottenham, Chelsea and Liverpool. The intriguing five-point lead over Manchester City at the top of the Premier League has put them in genuine contention of securing the elusive title. Victory for Arsenal would take them to eight points clear for a couple of days, but they will have to do so without their Brazilian danger man Gabriel Jesus, who's been ruled out of action for months with a knee injury. Arsenal manager Michael and Tata spoke ahead of his side's Boxing Day clash.
6: Well it's been uh, obviously a, an unusual period with the World Cup but uh, a period as well that we have used pretty well to um, to train certain things that we needed to train to spend some time and focus as well on players that they haven't been with the national teams and, and now everybody's back apart from Saliba which is going to be back hopefully tomorrow and uh, let's crack on again for the second part of the season which is going to be Interesting, intense and very looking forward to it. We know the importance of starting strong again. We're playing at home. It's a very special day in in the Premier League history. It's a very special uh, family day to play football. It's an incredible atmosphere that day and we want to make the most out of it. Western
5: boss David Moyes also shared updates on his team's preparation.
6: gianluca Lucas got an ankle injury. Uh, Mick had a calf strain. So we're hoping that they'll both get a chance, but I've got to say they've both both been doubtful. But I think all the clubs at the moment in time in the, in the Premier League, you'll never know who's fit and available and and also, you know, who's returned yet from, from the games in the World Cup.
5: That's Western manager David Moyes speaking ahead of his team's clash against Arsenal. Second place Manchester City's bid to win a third straight Premier League trophy gets kickstarted by a VC to 15th place Leeds United at Elland Road. Another top half Premier League clash will see Brentford host pairs at the GTA Community Stadium while Aston Villa is set to be without their World Cup winning shortstopper Emiliano Martinez against Liverpool. Liverpool boss Jürgen Klopp previewed his team's Boxing Day trip to Villa Park. I think what you can expect is when I stands for a specific kind of football and um, was really successful and did an incredible job at Villarreal. Um, not only there but now recently there and... Um, what you saw in the first few games uh, they played, and the games we could see um, in this preseason now, looks quite similar because it's a good way to play, and it's his way, and it's his, how he wants to organize the team. And so, yes, of course, we don't know exactly what to expect. What what we never know exactly what to expect, and um, but we know at least we have an idea how they will um, try to cause us problems, and. Um, so that's what we prepare for. We have um, our analysis obviously started already as well, and um, so now we have two days time to create a plan to cause them problems. Aston Villa boss Unai Emery also spoke highly of his World Cup winning shot by Emiliano Martinez.
6: We are so proud of him. Uh, he won the, the World Cup with his national team, and uh, it's amazing. I think a uh, very fans of uh, Aston Villa. Uh, must be very proud of him, and uh, he's coming back next next week. But uh, I want he rest now because uh, after big emotion, after uh, hard work he did. I think uh, he. He have to have some days off and to rest, and next week he's coming coming back to, to start with us.
5: When asked about the Argentine keeper's World Cup antics, which included judges aimed at France forward Kylian Mbappe, here's what the 51-year-old Spanish tactician had to
6: say. When, when you have a big emotion, it's, it's sometimes difficult to control it. And uh, I will speak with him next week uh, about uh, some celebration, but uh, I respect because he is now under his national team. And when uh, he is going to be with, uh, with us and under our responsibility, uh, we can speak about it.
5: That's Aston Villa boss Unai Emery sharing his thoughts on his goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez's antics after Argentina's World Cup triumph. Meanwhile, Manchester United will host Ligue 1 side Charlton Athletic in the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup, scheduled to be played on January 9th. This comes after England striker Marcus Rashford slotted home a superb solo goal to help the Red Devils book a place in the quarterfinals with a 2 0 win over Burnley. The 25-year-old doubled United's lead after Christian Eriksen's opener in the first half. United manager Eric Ten Hag reacted to his team's performance.
2: It's always difficult eh, after international break, and especially when they are five weeks not, not playing together. I don't think this team ever played together what we put today on the pitch. And, but they play along our principles of football and our rules of football. And then I'm pleased with the performance and, of course, with the win. We I mean, scored two goals. I think we had to score many more goals, a clean sheet. Uh, although also uh, we created also some good chances for them, I would say, I but uh, we know from this point we have to step up, we have to do better, uh, because yeah, yeah. Uh, we have great ambitions. So you you have to do better against Forest. That's clear.
5: Burnley manager and former Belgian defender of Congolese descent Vincent Company, also reacted to his side's performance.
2: Good,
1: honest, brave performance, filled with energy and. You know, you look back at the, the, the chances we've had, so that, that makes you feel like um, just connecting with one of them could give you something maybe. But um, in the end, I thought it was key for us. I, like, I, I didn't want us to roll over because we came to Old Trafford. And I don't think we did at any point. But it was a tough game, of course, yeah.
5: That's Burnley manager Vincent Company sharing his thoughts after his team's Carabao Cup defeated Manchester United. Nottingham Forest will also take on Wolves, while Newcastle United will square it off against Leicester City. Moving on to the transfer window, Australian wonderkid of South Sudanese descent Garang Kuo will officially join Newcastle United on January 1st, after the Magpies agreed to sign the 18-year-old from Australian side Central Coast Mariners. Kuo made history by becoming the youngest player since Brazil icon Pelé to feature in a World Cup knockout game after coming on in the final stretch of the Socceroos' 2-1 defeat to Argentina. Arsenal also said to be active during the January transfer window following an injury to striker Gabriel Jesus. Jesus scored five goals and registered six assists in the Premier League to help Arsenal lead the top flight going into the break for the 2022 World Cup. Leeds United defender Diego Lorente has also signed a three-and-a-half-year contract extension, keeping him at the club until 2026. The Spain international moved to Ellen Road from Real Sociedad in 2020, following the Whites' promotion to the Premier League, and has since made 55 appearances in all competitions, scoring four goals.
3: Thanks, Prince, and thanks for all your contributions to the sunny side of sports during 2022. Prince Nesta mentioned Brazilian football icon Pele. Pele's daughter took to social media on Christmas Day to thank a Brazilian hospital for looking after her father. Family members of the Brazilian legend have been gathered in his hospital room as his condition worsens. The AP's Shelley Adler tells us more.
2: Family members of Brazilian soccer great Pele are gathered at a hospital in Sao Paulo where the 82-year-old has been since the end of last month. Doctors said that Pele's cancer had advanced, adding the three-time World Cup winner is under elevated care related to kidney and cardiac dysfunctions. The superstar led Brazil to victory in the 1958, 62, and 70 World Cups, he remains one of the team's all time leading scorers. I'm Shelly Adler. Hello, this is Haiti Adams, host of Straight Talk Africa. Join me to explore what is now and what is next for African society, culture, and politics. We'll go behind the headlines to analyze the news and emerging trends shaping Africa today. Straight Talk Africa every Wednesday at
3: 1830 UTC. I'm VOA Sunny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the Sunny side of sports on the voice of America. Follow the Sunny side of sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOASunnySports. About 20,000 volunteers from 150 countries took part at the recent FIFA World Cup in Qatar. This evening, we'll hear from World Cup volunteers from Germany and Zimbabwe. Ladies first, Zimbabwean volunteer Rufaro Makambira chandalo says she traveled to Qatar to seek treatment for her sick father. And she has found solace in her World Cup volunteer experience.
1: I did more than 10 volunteering experiences that were having in Qatar. So it really made me to open up to have friends, people I could talk to instead of being in hospital, thinking of my dad being sick. I really got uh, friends and I was happy. Uh, I learned some skills, you know. Uh, I thought I was going to give um, something to volunteer. Yes, I did, but I even got more.
3: Rufaro's son, Kundai,
1: is also a
3: World Cup volunteer. Rufaro talks about some of the benefits of being a volunteer at the football extravaganza.
1: We have fun games, we interact, we make friends, and it's lovely to be there. Volunteering is uh, also, we have fun. We work together and have fun as well.
3: It's also a lot of fun for 76-year-old German volunteer
2: Hubert Bieler. It gives me such a feeling to work in an international team for the success of an event here. And I did it again and again. It started in 2005 6 and that's the reason that I was always applying, and I enjoyed it. And now it's my first uh, experience in the Asian-Arab area. And I feel here such a hospitality and I feel such an empathy and the friendliness of all the people I'm dealing with. That makes me happy.
3: Football and sports in general have made World Cup volunteer Hubert happy throughout
2: his life. I was, uh, my whole life was uh, revolving uh, in sports, especially in football. I started as a player, then later as a coach, as a referee, president, photographer for my club. And uh, I was a teacher in sports and math before. And in my second life now, I am volunteering. Uh, I just got retired and then I started this. And... uh, It's recommended uh, to young people to have such an experience, yeah? It makes more open-minded.
3: Meanwhile, the Qatar World Cup workforce director is Rasha Alkarni. She talks about the impact of the volunteers and her hopes for their personal development.
1: The trainings and the testing events that we've been going through involving all our volunteers have helped us, a lot to build a legacy. Not just for the state of Qatar, but for the region as well. It gave a lot of opportunities for our volunteers, more than 20,000, to find their passion to grow.
3: That's Rasha Al Karni, the Qatar 2022 workforce director. Rasha worked with volunteers, about 20,000 of them, at the recent FIFA World Cup in Qatar. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the Sunny Side of Sports on the Voice of America. This is Sunny Side of Sports. Ah, ah, ah. Here's something to crow about. Samson Omale With a package of African sports highlights Ugandans will on Monday be treated To the long-awaited rumble In
0: Kampala main fight Between Kazim the Dream Ouma And Kenya's rating Boom Boom Okiri The Boxing Day fight will see Ouma, the former IBF Junior Middleweight World Champion Take on Okiri The two-time Kenyan champion In a 10-round middleweight contest Ouma has been involved in as many as 47 fights of these he has won nine bouts 18 by knockouts and 11 by decision 16 losses 4 by knockouts and 12 by decision and one draw i'm here to show you gandans what i can do and what i can pull and what has left what i have left in my tank and whatever you guys decide it's on a fight of two people there's no, standout, there's no stand out there's nothing down so it's going to be a fight war between me and the kenyan Yeah, Yo, you can expect a good boxing if a knockout comes will you take it but I expect a good boxing and a fine boxing that i always watch on tv his opponent Ray rate in from kenya has fought six times with five wins four knockouts and one by decision with one draw
4: Any, any boxer who steps in the ring he's a good boxer anyone who steps in the ring he's, a good, he's good to go but to, according to my experience and what i have saw uh, I, I have observed him I, he's, the fight is not going beyond
0: be eight rounds That's what I can say. This will be Owuma's first ever professional fight in Uganda and the second on the African continent after the bout against Adam Katuma that was held in Okapi Hotel Kigali, Rwanda, in Kenya over 180 players have registered for the kenyan national chess championship to be held from the 26th to the 30th of december at the charter hall in nairobi among them are eleven players living with disabilities who will all be competing for the top prize which is a brand new car the 2022 edition of the competition will be used to select the national team for the following year's event in table tennis news, the longest sports tournament in Nigeria, the annual Asuo Table Tennis Cup, which has been rechristened, Mola Molade Okoye-Thomas Table Tennis Championship is set to serve off on December 27. The 54th edition of the Table Tennis Tournament will feature the women's and men's singles, doubles and mixed doubles alongside the para-table tennis categories. Speaking at a press conference to unveil plans for this year's championship, Deji Okoye-Thomas said the tournament has been responsible for producing Nigeria's top table tennis players. This is
1: a grassroots competition and we are hoping that the impact is had over the years will be same going into the future and more players will be discovered for the state. I am Samson Omale in
0: Abuja, Nigeria.
3: Sonny Young in Washington and you're listening to the sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. As we approach the end of 2022, The Voice of America wants to give you, our loyal listeners, the opportunity to wish your loved ones a Happy New Year. Call us on our WhatsApp number 202-258- 3076 leave a brief message and listen for it right here on the voice of America that number again 202 258 3076 let voa help you bring cheer and blessings to friends and family by just calling 202 258 Three zero seven six. Quara Falcons are looking forward to their first appearance in the Men's Basketball Africa League or BAL which tips off its third season on March 11th in Dakar, Senegal. The Falcons qualified for the BAL after winning the Nigerian Premier League Championship. Iron Mike Mbonye spoke with Falcons head coach Baba Jabril about the team's BAL preparations. We are preparing, at least we are doing our best, because, you know, this is
1: the first time Ever will we'll be in this kind of stage, so at least we will not leave any stone untouched. So we are really, really preparing at
4: least. We want to represent and we want to be. We want to represent very well. As we are aware, the third edition of the Basketball Africa League is scheduled to start a match, according to the organizers. The teams will be divided into two: the Sahara Conference and the Nile Conference. There are some big names that will take part in the Basketball Africa League. Okay. I'm talking about. Zamalek of Egypt, Petro de Luanda of uh, Angola, defending champion, U.S. Monastery of Tunisia. Is Quara Falcons scared on hearing these names? Definitely, those are teams that
1: have big budgets. They've been there for a long time, back to back, you know, and in every tournament, you know, experience counts. At least they started from, uh, like, the way we are starting now. So we are not scared. It's basketball, Uh, you understand? We repair well. We have good materials and everything. We can compete. You know? They, they do something like us. You understand? So, definitely, we will compete. It's, it's 5 on 5.
4: As you prepare for the uh, Basketball Africa League, do you have plans to recruit new players, both local and uh, international players, to fortify your team for the uh, Obviously.
1: tournament? Obviously. Um, Unless you don't want to do well, you know, so you have to, you have to fortify your team. You have to like beef up your team. You know, that level is different from the local level we are. Definitely, there, are, there are NBA kind of players. You know, it's another level which everybody wants to be, and we don't want to go there and 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 I mean, not do well. At least we are going to we are going to beef up our team from international and local. Definitely.
4: And have you started the process, Coach? Yeah, gradually we are
1: starting. You know, everything is funds. You understand? Everything is funds. You know, you can't just bring anybody. You can't just bring people together without ready for all their, all their needs and all this thing to do well. But hopefully, we are going to get sponsors, you understand, which we are really working on. And the government... Gomez, I mean, we are hoping they, is going, they are going to help us, you know, which they are trying to do. And I believe everything will go well. This is
4: the first time Kuala Falcons will take part in the Basketball African League. What message do you have for your fans at home and abroad?
1: Being the first time, you know, we really appreciate which is the dream of why Quarrafalcons is, I mean, is being created. And for our fans, you know, they believe in us because it's not we've been like we've been close to it many times, and now we and they stayed by us till when we've I mean eventually realize our why the team is with them. You know, I really appreciate them, and we are not going to let them down. You know, Understand? we still need to their prayers and support.
4: Coach, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Kwara Falcons? When the club was set up, how long it has been playing in the Nigerian Basketball League? Well,
1: the Kwara Falcons has been on, I think, since 1980. You know, it has been ups, downs, you no, know, been going on and on for longer since 1980. You know, there are people that have played, they've retired, some are dead. And so, We've been very close to this. I think three or four years ago we came second, but then ball has not been unveiled yet. But at least we're getting close to win the Premier League. I mean the Premier Basketball League. been there twice the next the next edition we came third. You understand? this so, and eventually we won it. You understand? So it has been gradual development progress till eventually we got it
3: that's baba jabril the head coach of kwara falcons basketball club and he spoke with iron mike mbonye on the telephone from iloran nigeria i'm VOA's sunny young in washington and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on the voice of America. The Voice of America is a proud broadcasting partner of the Men's Basketball Africa League, a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. In NBA Action Sunday, the Boston Celtics trounce the visiting Milwaukee Bucks. The AP's Dave Ferry reports. Jason Tatum went off in the third quarter of the Celtics' 139-118 win over the Bucks. Tatum scored 20 of his game-high 41 points in the third period, allowing Boston to turn a one-point lead into a 14-point advantage.
1: It felt good. Anytime you're making shots. Um but just the way we were playing as a whole.
3: Jalen Brown had 26 points for the Celtics, who were 19 of 39 from three-point range. Giannis Antetokounmpo was high man for Milwaukee with 27 points. The Celtics own the NBA's best record at 24-10. and 10. The Bucks have their first three-game losing streak of this season. I'm Dave Ferry. Thanks, Dave. From Boston, let's go to Denver, Colorado, where Denver Nuggets star Nikola Jokic had another memorable all-around game. The big man Jokic helped lead the Nuggets to a narrow 128-125 to 125 overtime victory against the Phoenix Suns. The AP's Bruce Morton reports. Yet another command performance by Nikola Jokic lifted the Nuggets... Denver may lead the Western Conference, but Jokic says it's too early to be thinking about how far this team can go.
2: If you really, like, uh, really try and really want so, wants to, to, something
5: to happen, it's not going to happen. You know, in Eastern Natural, it needs to naturally comes. My opinion.
3: The reigning two-time MVP racked up 41 points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists, good for his 83rd career triple-double. Bruce Morton, Denver. Thanks, Bruce. Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets lead the NBA's Western Conference with a record of 21 wins and 11 losses. Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics are in first place in the Eastern Conference with the NBA's best record, 24 victories and 10 defeats. And that wraps up the December 26th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.